Well, we now welcome on and say hello to Shane Lyons, the athletic director for West Virginia University. He's on Heartland College Sports Weekly. I'm Pete Mundo. And before we dive into it with Shane, please take a moment out, guys. Leave us a rating, review, subscribe if you're listening on the podcast versus radio. That helps us out tremendously. This has grown exponentially because of you. Those ratings and reviews help out a lot. If you do that, we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Shane, thank you so much for being here and joining us for a few minutes. Uh, let's just look back over the past two and a half, three months, Shane. I know it's been a, a tough time for you and for athletic departments across the nation, but just how difficult has this been uh, based on the shortage of revenues that college athletics is seeing right now? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question, Pete. And, and I think that we all had to really take a deep dive and, and look at what we're doing as a as an uh, athletic department, as a model itself. You know, it all started back in March when uh, we were at the Big 12 tournament and, you know, the cancellation of that and then ultimately of uh, the NCAA tournament going into our spring sports. So, you know, we're, we're looking at the future as well, what it means for ticket sales, for football, what it means for our donations from our donors, et cetera. And, you know, it's really changed, you know, how we operate as a department. And, you know, it's not going to be something that's uh, going to be fixed real quick. It's, it's going to be long-lasting, I believe. You've seen, Shane, I know you've done this, and uh, departments across the U.S. have done this, and that is, you know, furloughs. Some of your biggest employees, head coaches, have taken pay cuts. Uh, how, how do you expect this to play out long-term, from the standpoint of making sure you can bring as many people back as possible? Well, I mean, you know, it all depends, Pete, and let's just be candid. It depends if we play football or not. It depends if it's a full season. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's the big revenue generation, you know, for every department out there. And if we don't play football, uh, it, it's it's catastrophic for, for departments. We're going to have to really dig deep, work with our institutions to figure that out. But, uh you know, that, that's something that we're hoping. And, you know, it, it could still even have an impact if we do play football. And what, what does our stadiums look like? Is that, you know, are they going to allow from a health department 60 to 100,000 people still attend the games? Or is it going to be 20%, 50%, 30%? What, what that's going to look like? So that changes the financial model as well, you know, of how we're going to operate and and how our revenue streams compared to our expenses, you know, line up with each other. On that note, Shane, I saw last week uh, Jamie Pollard, Iowa State, announced they're trying to get 30,000 fans into uh, stadiums. That's their plans for the fall, make it all season ticket holders. Uh, have you guys had those conversations? And if so, what are you looking at right now in Morgantown? Well, we're modeling, Pete, you know, different scenarios. I, I think it's a little bit premature to say that we're going to be at a certain mark. You know, I look at this, if you go back, I mean, we're about 90 days into this, you know, pandemic when it all started, and we have roughly 90 days before the f first football game. So we've learned a lot in the first 90 days, and I think we're going to learn a lot more in the next coming 90 days. And, and what does that look like? Uh, I, I think to make the call here on June 2nd is kind of premature to say that we're going to be, you know, at half full, you know, full capacity. You know, we're modeling that, but to, to come out and say this is where we're going to be, we're not there yet, and, mm -hmm. and hopefully it's more than, than less. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll, we'll find, you know, come September 14th is our, our first uh, home football game, and we'll find out then. 
Shane Lyons, West Virginia Athletic Director, is joining us here on the show. So, uh, Shane, as, as you look at this, I know the Big 12 is letting student-athletes back on campus here in a couple of weeks. You know, I've been making the argument here, Shane, that I think uh, college athletes may actually be safer on campus where you guys can control the environment, you know who's in, you know who's out, instead of trying to get a workout in at their local gyms. I mean, is that the approach you guys are taking, or, or how do you see that? No, that's the approach that we're taking, Pete, and, and we feel very strongly in that. Obviously, if we have you know, the testing capabilities uh, of the student-athletes coming back here on campus, we, we use the proper spacing um, you know, from the social distance standpoint, uh, cleaning the machines, all that. You know, we, we've actually taken some of our weight room and moved it outside and into, you know, covered areas throughout our stadium, you know, for the social distancing purpose. Uh, of course, each group is going to be limited to a certain amount of guys that can work out, you know, with various groups. So, you know, we're, we're taking that very serious and, you know, we'll continue to test throughout the summer uh, to make sure, you know, if anybody does contract the virus that we do have, you know, mechanisms in place to be able to quarantine, you know, for a certain amount of time and contact tracing, et cetera. So, you know, there's a lot of logistics that's going into this. It's not a matter of flipping a switch and saying everybody's coming back on June 15th and we're going to have normal workouts. It's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit different. Do you guys have that? Uh, do you feel like you have the, the testing capabilities that, that you need right now? Uh, based on the, the medical experts, you know, that's working through that here on our own campus and our team physician, uh, they do uh, okay. feel like they have it. And, you know, I think that varies state to state, but uh, they feel that we have it. And as we speak, there's going to be hopefully new testing becoming available as well, that which we hope becomes more reliable of the rapid testing which is very similar to like a strep test and, and something like that. So, you know, we, we're hoping as the summer goes that, you know, there's more availability for testing and, and you know, a more in an expedited manner as well. Mm-hmm. Shane, what have the conversations been like with uh, Commissioner Bowlesby and your other Big 12 ADs about trying to get this season off the ground? You know, we all want these games to be played um, and, and going without a hitch. So, what has Commissioner Bowlesby shared with you in terms of what the plans are from the conference level and getting this season going? Well, you know, I think this is the great thing about the Big 12 Conference. We, you know, we meet on a weekly basis. It's uh, normally an hour to two-hour meetings with athletic directors. Of course, all of our discussions is surrounding, you know, what we're doing on our own campuses, but what we can do as a league collectively as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a matter of we – have some medical experts that's, you know, working with the league so we have some consistency from a testing standpoint, especially once we get into the season, how often do we test and, and what does that look like uh, on game days and, and, you know, the game officials, everybody that's on the field. So we have some continuity and, and, and uniformity as we move into that. So, you know, Commissioner Bowlesby has been a great leader through this, obviously, not only among our athletic directors in, in the Big 12, but nationally with the other commissioners just trying to build, you know, a, a little bit of consensus as we move forward. I know that you've obviously uh, dealt mostly, Shane, at the Power 5 level, but, uh, you know, these these smaller FCS schools that, that play up and they fund their athletic departments with that one big check that the Power 5 teams will, will pay them for that game oftentimes, how devastating would the lack of those games be 
for those those programs that are not at the same level as as those of you in the Power Five? Well, I just think you hit on it. I mean, it's it's really just the 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 whole business model here is in playing football games and what it means to the smaller schools for their these guarantee games and what it means to their athletic budgets. Um, you know, it's it's you know it's really shining a light of you know, the revenue source that football provides and, and how it provides for, you know, many sport programs and many opportunities for other student athletes in, in our Olympic sports. So, you know, it's, it's as I said earlier, if, if those games aren't played, not only, you know, at our level, you know, if we cancel games with FCS level and those guarantee games, what it means to their future, their athletic departments is devastation as well. Mm-hmm. Shane Lyons, West Virginia Athletic Director, is joining us here on the show for a few minutes. So, Shane, as you look at um, what's to come, I know basketball season's a ways away, but what else, if anything, can you tell us about those those plans that you guys have for the fall, uh, what your options are going to be, and and how the athletic department can hopefully uh, get through this get through this time? Well, I think the important thing is, is you know, I, no question that the the start of the season is important, but you know, more important is the end of the season. And how do we get specifically in football? How do we get, you know, all 12 games in and the bowl games in and, and how do we do that in a safe and healthy manner for our student athletes, coaches, fans, et cetera, the Olympic sports that participate in the fall, you know, I think we're, you know, they're following the lead of football of what we're doing. You know, there'll be some, Changes, I think you'll see a little bit in some Olympic sports of travel. Um, you know, I know at least for the non-conference travel here at West Virginia, you know, we're, we're trying to limit that to bus trips as opposed to going through airports and getting in on airlines and traveling across country uh, or halfway across the country except for uh, the conference games. So you, you're going to see some things that, that happen in regard to travel and scheduling all that, that that's going to happen to fall sports. And then, you know, you get into the winter sports, and we haven't talked about it a whole lot, Pete, but, you know, you talk about basketball and what does that look like. And, of course, it's played indoors, and, and you know, it becomes flu season again, the wintertime. What does that look like? So there's still a lot of uh, unanswered questions and uncertainty as we move forward. But, you know, we've had to be fluid here the last 90 days, and we're going to have to be fluid you know, moving forward as well. Uh, Shane, you spoke highly of the Big 12, and I'm not shocked by that at all, but you're now, what, five years into being the AD there. Um, you know, you are viewed as just geographically, obviously, the outlier in the Big 12, but how good has this conference been for West Virginia, uh, for its brand, and how it's, I guess, re-identified uh, the Mountaineers? Yeah, you know, I think it's, you know, it's something's pretty special, Pete, that, uh, you know, geographically, we're not in the Midwest, but, you know, I, I think that the Big 12 and, the, and the, the good people in the Midwest have had a chance to, to live there in, in the past that have embraced West Virginia, embraced our sport programs, and understanding that, you know, we're getting on the plane and, and having to travel, you know, a little bit further than the other institutions. But, you know, across the board, not only athletically, but I think from an institutional standpoint of higher education, you know, the, the schools in the Big 12 are very similar to us. Many of them are land-grant institutions such as, as we are. So, you know, the geographical standpoint has, uh, 
you know, been a little bit of a challenge, but everything else, I, I think it's been a perfect fit. And, you know, uh, the competition that's in the Big 12 from top to bottom uh, across all sports is something that, uh, you know, we appreciate as, as part of a league and just the camaraderie and, and everybody working together to make the Big 12 as special a place as it can be for our student athletes is something that uh, we, we, we really like. Shane, last thing for you on the football side. Uh, you close out last season. Coach Brown closes out with uh, two wins in the last three games. Uh, you've seen the greats do it. You, you know, you worked at Alabama. You saw Nick Saban do it. Uh, for Neil Brown and this program, uh, what do you want to see as the AD to have this uh, thing go to the next level? Well, I think Neil has just, you know, again, it's starting with building a culture. It's a building a culture of believing that, you know, we can continue to climb higher, and that's kind of been our – are uh, you know, words that we've used climbing higher. And, you know, I think that he inherited a team that played a lot of long, young players last year. Um, you know, as the season progressed, you know, we, we ended up, as you were saying, winning two out of the three there at the end. And, and the recruiting had gone well this year. So it's just, again, you know, starting the, the rebuild of, of a program and, and getting the wins under your belt and believing that, you know, we can be successful as a football program. And Neil's done a great job, and hopefully we have a chance to win uh, or play 12 uh, football games this year, a full season, and hopefully uh, we continue to improve on our record from last year. He's Shane Lyons, the AD at West Virginia. Great to have him on for a few minutes. Shane, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate the time. Well, thank you, Pete, and uh, let's go Mountaineers. He's West Virginia AD Shane Lyons on the program. And please, guys, before you close out, please take a second out, leave that rating, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get the koozie in the mail for you guys. Appreciate all of you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.